This is Brain Diet, episode 191, if you want to lose weight for an upcoming vacation. I love so much focusing on the food we feed our body, but I love even more focusing on the stuff we feed our brain. My name is Taylor Ann Macy, and I am a certified life coach. Welcome to Brain Diet, where we feed your brain the best information. What's up, everybody? Welcome to this episode of the podcast where we are talking all about setting body change goals in anticipation of an upcoming vacation. In other words, I'm going to be on a beach in a couple of months and I want to look great in a swimsuit, so I'm going to set a weight loss goal. The reason that this is top of mind for me is my family and I are going to Maui here in a couple of weeks. And this is such a special trip for us for a variety of reasons. My husband, Ben, and I, we got married on the beach in Lahaina. We had an intimate ceremony with just our immediate family there. We had our photographer there and it was magical. We got married at sunset right there on the beach and we that whole day was filled with activities and, and meals and just being together and it was the least stressful day and the most magical day and it's something that has been so precious to me. In fact, even as I'm recording this episode, my background on my computer is one of our Polaroids from us kind of on the black rock that was out in the water right on the beach where we got married. And we have not been back since we got married in 2015. So it's been eight years since we got married and have not returned to Maui. And earlier this year, we booked this trip. We have two kids now and we thought, let's take them. Let's go back to where we got married, take our kids. And we booked it before the devastation and the wildfires had happened. We booked it much earlier in the year. And so there was a minute where we were really questioning, do we want to still go? And and the main reason for this was, you know, what's the most respectful thing to do for the people of Maui? Like, do we stay? Do we go? Because we had booked to stay right in Lahaina. And you know, we thought about it and we had even canceled part of it because we thought, you know, it just isn't, we need to give space to not feel like they're overwhelmed with people that are demanding to be doing touristy things when people are trying to survive over there. But as we have, you know, kind of done our research and connected with with people over there and different resources, we have decided to go and we are staying outside of Lahaina. Obviously, we will not be um, spending any time there. And I, I'm heartbroken because so many of the places from our wedding day, from our honeymoon there, from everything that we did when we got married were all right in the heart of Lahaina and they were destroyed in those wildfires. And I'm so heartbroken for the community and for the people there. And it has been something that has just been so heavy on my heart. But I am really delighted to be able to go and to you know, hopefully even be able to do something to help while we are there, but also be able to revisit some of the other places that haven't been affected by the wildfire that were a part of that experience for us. And so we just are really excited to be able to go and, and grateful for the chance and um, and hopeful that we can, you know, contribute in our small way to the economy that I know is is suffering so, so dramatically over there. So we are heading to Maui here in a few weeks, and I just am 
so excited about it, especially that we get to take our kids. And as this will be a beach vacation for us, it got me thinking about some of the typical things that I hear from people when they are talking about situations like this, when they have a beach vacation and the the dialogue that's often just kind of thrown away when they're talking to be like, oh, I'm losing weight for we're going to Hawaii next month. We're going on this, you know, cruise in a couple of weeks. So I wanted to drop a couple dress sizes or whatever. People just kind of throw throw in these comments. And I wanted to address them in an episode because this also was something that reminded me of working as a model and having similar feelings of I've got an upcoming shoot, an upcoming job. So I need to quote unquote prepare. So I'm looking the way that I need to. And for photos and, and a beach vacation, I think it's a little different. And especially when someone is, is, that is their livelihood is, is how they look. Um, I think it's a little bit of a different approach, but I figured because I've got this vacation coming up, I know other people might have other vacations coming up in the next couple of months. And also it can be family picture season, if you will. Uh, the fall is the time where people typically will take pictures and use them for Christmas cards. Again, it's a general statement, but I know a lot of people do that. I know that's how we did it. And I had someone, in fact, today comment to me, we're taking family pictures in a couple of weeks and I'm trying to lose a little weight before we take them or something along those lines. And I think it's so important to address this type of mentality where you have a, a timeline for your weight loss. And I even have an additional supplementary episode that would go really well with this one called weight loss deadlines. And that has a lot of, uh, again, very helpful information that will go in harmony with what I am sharing with you here today. If you have felt this before and it hasn't been a problem for you, whether you have a vacation, you have upcoming pictures and you're just like, yeah, I'm going to set a goal. I'm going to achieve it. And it's going to be no big deal. If it hasn't been a problem, then it isn't a problem. But if you think this way about upcoming vacations or photos and you feel like it's a weight on you, you feel like it is a problem, you feel like it doesn't actually help you in the way that you want, then that is what I want to speak to today. So if you have this mentality of I have this upcoming vacation and I want to look great for it. I have this upcoming photo session and I want to look great for it. There are likely two ways that you might be feeling that drives this type of mentality. First being, if you are thinking, I want to lose weight for this vacation, it might feel like dread. It might feel like this urgency and it might feel uncomfortable where you're like, oh no, this is upcoming. I need to do this or else I'm under the gun. I've got a timeline that I've got to abide by and I better do this where there's a pressure and there's not a positive feeling necessarily associated with it. Or you might have a thought like this thinking, this will be what motivates me. Oh, great. Now I've got something that will motivate me to actually start to create the change in my body that I want to see. But then what happens is you think that and it feels great and you might feel motivated in that moment, but you don't actually follow through. So you might feel the first way where it feels uncomfortable and urgent, but you're like, I got to do it. Or you might feel like, oh, this is what motivates me. And then you don't follow through. 
And maybe it could even be a combination of both. So I want to speak to both of those today because there can be an interesting process that happens if this is what's happening for you internally. And it's important that we address certain parts of it in order to really help ourselves in the best way possible. So if you fall into that first category where you pressure yourself, where you're like, oh, I better do this because I have pictures coming up. I have this vacation coming up. It's likely that there are a couple of things happening that is the reason for why you feel this dread, this urgency, this pressure. The first is going to be a lack of self-acceptance. So it's not that you have a body problem. It is not that something is wrong with your body and that it is inadequate to be in a swimsuit on a beach. The problem is with some sentences in your mind that indicate that you are not acceptable as you are now. If we do not accept ourselves as we are now, then it would make sense why we would want to change our body in order to create a type of conditional acceptance to be like, oh, I will be acceptable. I can accept myself once I change my body in this way. I will be worthy to be on a beach. I will like myself better if I change my body in this way. So it could be a lack of self-acceptance that's playing into this dread, this urgency, this discomfort, or it could be that the majority amount of our attention and what we value is on the acceptance of others versus our own acceptance of ourselves. So if I think at all times we have percentages of how much we value what we think about ourselves and how much we value what other thing, other people think about us. And if the majority of where we place our value is in what other people's camp, what they think, then this could be why we feel like we need to lose weight, change our bodies before we go lie on a beach in a swimsuit. Because if we think other people aren't going to like me in this, other people are going to think that I don't look good. Other people are going to think, you know, have bad opinions about me. And again, if we are spending that much time in other people's brains, then it would make sense why we would want to change ourselves in order to appease other people's opinions, which we in fact do not have any control over. But again, if, if too much of our attention, if the majority of it, of, of how much we value ourselves is based on what other people think, it makes sense why we might decide to change our body. So it's a lack of self-acceptance and it's too much attention on other people's acceptance of us. So this might be why we feel the need to change our bodies and it feels urgent, it feels uncomfortable, it feels like pressure because otherwise there's going to be a consequence. I'm either going to hate myself or other people are going to hate me. Thus, it would make sense that I should change my body, right? So this might be a reason why. Now, an urgency to change your body is indicative of an inadequate perspective of one's body. You and your body are, are the perfect body for you because you have a body that is made up of parts, of bones, of muscles, of skin, of organs, of tissues and systems. We all have parts to our body and body parts are not bad. They just are body parts that make up a body. So exactly as they are, they are perfect. They're just body parts. And again, that there's not goodness or, or, or wrongness to them. Either way, they're just parts. 
So your body is not inherently bad or wrong as it is. So how you look on vacation has no influence on your worth as a person. The way that your body looks, it is just neutral parts that are not good or bad. They're just neutral. Those things don't determine how much you are worth as a person or how much value you have as a person. And if someone else doesn't accept you and accept your body, that is based on their opinion and their brain and is not reflective of your actual worth. It's reflective of how another person views the world, of another person's subjective opinion. Now, if we feel, if we fall into the second camp of this is going to be what's motivating to me, this is going to help me achieve my goals, but then we don't follow through. Now, again, that's with the caveat that we don't follow through. Because for you, if you have these type of external motivators and they, you do follow through and you achieve them, then I don't see anything wrong with that unless you were to tell me that there is. But if you have the idea of this is going to be what's motivate me, uh, most motivating to me and you don't follow through, then that can lead to other consequences as well that I want to speak to today. And so if you fall into this second category of thinking you'll be motivated by an upcoming vacation, but then you don't follow through, it's likely that you don't actually want to change. Now hear me out. Because there is nothing wrong with this. As humans, the things that we want to do, we ultimately do. Even if in the moment we don't want to do them, we do it for a reason that we want. For example, we might not want to go to work every day. There are many people that don't like their jobs, that don't want to go to work, but they want to make money. They want to have money to support themselves, to support you know, their dependents and their loved ones. And so they ultimately choose to work because they want to have the money. They want the result that that provides. We might not want to make dinner at home. It might be something that's very unappealing, but maybe we want to save money. In which case, we're going to do something that we don't want to do, but we do because of the result that it provides. We might not want to get up with our kids at night, (laughs) but we want to care for our kids' well-being overall. I know that was such a big one for me the first couple of years is my kids were terrible sleepers and I hated getting up in the night with them. It was so hard for me, but I loved them and I wanted to care for them. So I got up every time for years. And this is what so many parents do is it's something that they don't want to do, but they want to do it because of the result that it provides because of who they want to be as a person. Everything that you do is a choice you are making on some level. I mean, unless you have a very you know, specific and vicious situation where someone is forcing you to do something, generally speaking, everything you do is a choice. So everything you do, some part of you wants to make that choice, even if it doesn't sound appealing in the moment, even if it's because you just want the result that it provides and not necessarily the action that's required to do it. The things we aren't willing to do, even if we say we are, we don't do. The things that we ultimately don't want to do, we don't do. And nothing is wrong with this. This is simply what's true. This is true about humans and human nature is that the things that we aren't willing to do, that we really, really don't want to do, nor do we want the outcome, we don't do. If there are things that are are given to us as opportunities, even if we say, I want to do that, if we don't want to, 
in some regard, we won't. We will do what we want to do. So we might say we want to lose weight, but then we don't take any action to do it. We might say we want to, you know, prepare for a beach vacation in some way, you know, by manipulating our body composition in some way, but we don't take any action to follow through. We might say things like, I want to travel the world, but we don't want to spend the money or plan all the details when it comes down to it. And I feel like I fall into this category as I'll say to Ben, I'll be like, I would love to travel the world. I just think it sounds so fun. I'd love to go to this place and this place and this place. But I have never gone so far to plan some of these trips because I don't want to spend the money. I don't want to plan the details. It's not something that is really deeply something I actually want to do because if I did, I would do it. This thought is going through our mind on some level every time we make a choice of I want this right now because it sounds nice, but I don't want it enough and that's okay. Like, yeah, I want to travel the world. I think that sounds really nice, but I don't want it enough to make it happen and that's totally okay. When you are honest with yourself in this way, what it does is relieve you of a fight with yourself. This is why I bring up this potential perspective. If you fall into this camp of this is going to be what's motivating to me, I'm going to follow through, but then I don't. Now, the reason that I bring this up is because this can cause negative consequences for you. And I'm not talking about not reaching your goals. Like, you know, for some people that might be a problem, but I just mean for you, what's happening internally for your own internal health. That's what I'm working to help you pay attention to in order to help you feel better about yourself and your life. When you can be honest with yourself and say, I want that and I don't want it enough to actually follow through with it, what that does is that stops you from fighting with you. It relieves you of a fight with yourself. Because what happens is when you say, I want this, why am I not doing it? Why am I not following through? Is it puts you at odds with what is true. And what is true is that you don't want it enough to follow through. And that's okay. There is nothing wrong with that. When you can accept that in yourself and say, yeah, maybe I do want this, but not enough to actually make it happen, you can drop into the truth of that and remind yourself nothing is wrong because this is true. This is just me being honest with me about what I actually want. And then you stop fighting with yourself. When you can be honest with yourself in this way, you eliminate the beating yourself up over what you haven't pursued. Because what happens is we will think something like, this will motivate me. This will be the catalyst for me to finally achieve these physical goals that I've been wanting to achieve for so long. And then when we don't, what can ensue is a lot of negative self-talk. Like, oh, what is wrong with me? I can't get my act together. Why can't I just follow through? And this type of negative self-talk after, you know, not following through on something is not useful in any way. And if it was, I would say so, but it just isn't. It doesn't lead you to being more compassionate. It doesn't lead you to being more productive. In fact, it's just saying something that's unkind to yourself. You not following through on something is not because something is wrong with you. It's because you don't want it like you think you do. And that's totally okay. Own that. Tell yourself the truth. When you can do that, it is such a gift because you can eliminate that internal conflict. Now, why I think it's important to speak about vacations or photo shoots or, you know, anything outside of us that 
come into play that we think will motivate us to be different is that generally speaking, internal motivation is what's required to actually follow through. External things like a vacation, it just doesn't hold enough value for us. And it can sometimes, okay? There are times and for some people where that works really well to have something outside of them to motivate them to follow through. But what I want to offer you today is that motivation is most effective when it's coming from an internal space, from you wanting to be a different person, from you wanting to transform the inside of you, not just the outside, and not just for an outside reason. Internal motivation is much stronger. Again, this isn't to say if you're not following through that you need to summon up internal motivation. Oftentimes, You just have to be honest with yourself with what you want or don't want and don't blame yourself for whatever the truth is. There is nothing wrong with you for what you want or don't want. It's a beautiful gift to give yourself, to be honest with yourself in this way. So if you feel any type of way about an upcoming vacation that I have mentioned here so far, I want to extend to you a couple things to focus on if you find yourself having similar thoughts or similar feelings of dread or pressure or feeling motivated but then not following through and then being disappointed about it. The first is going to be to focus on your self-talk. Focus on the sentences that are going through your mind before a vacation, during a vacation, and after a vacation. Pay attention to when you have thoughts that lead you to feel pressured Like, I need to do this. I'm not going to like myself if I don't do this. People are going to think poorly of me if I don't do this. This type of dialogue can be very painful and lead you to not feeling great physically or emotionally. And during the vacation, if your body is not where you quote unquote set the goal for it to be, pay attention to how you are thinking about it throughout the entire vacation and be kind. Think kind things about your body. And after a vacation, pay attention to how you are thinking about your body on the vacation and your body as it is now after a vacation. Pay attention to how you talk about your body, how you think about your body, the opinions that you have of it. Survey all of it because all of it, my friends, is optional. How you think about your body is a choice. And sometimes we get really attached to certain narratives about our body. And again, it's not anything that's wrong with you, the fact if you have attachment to some of these narratives. But I just want to extend to you the idea that there is room to change the way that you think about your body. And that will take you so much further in life than trying to change your body first in really dramatic ways. Remind yourself, your body's appearance isn't what makes you worthy to be on a vacation. Your body is just a body made up of parts. And parts are not good or bad. They're just parts that help us function. In fact, all of them serve a role. That's why we have them. If you are worried about a vacation, if you are worried about photos, it's not your body that's the problem. It is a sentence in your mind. It is a thought that's swimming around that is probably making you feel negatively about your body. But it has nothing to do with whether or not your body is good enough or acceptable. Sentences can be adjusted and changed and questioned. And that process is so much more rewarding 
then body composition shifts. And those can be rewarding. Those are such powerful things to do, but not when they come from a really negative space inside. Focus on your reasons as to why you would want to change your body in some way prior to a vacation. And work potentially to find a reason that is more internal, that questions more who you are and who you want to be rather than who you think you should be because other people will approve. Because otherwise, you will just beat yourself up for not following through on something that you didn't really want to do in the first place. And that's not fair. It's not fair to beat yourself up for something that you didn't even want to do. Now, from a nutritional perspective, as someone who takes people through these types of processes, a weight loss goal on a timeline is not necessarily something I recommend to clients because there are too many factors that influence weight loss, fat loss, body recomposition to be able to expect it to be that linear and that predictable. Body changes take time and require patience. And when we set a timeline, we often ditch patience. We cannot hinge our emotional state on our outcomes, on our physical outcomes. Let me rephrase that. We do hinge our emotional state on our outcomes and or lack of outcomes for that matter. And that is where we get ourselves into trouble. When we dictate how we feel every day based on whether or not we have lost the weight, we really disempower ourselves because we are having such a myopic perspective and we are giving something neutral so much credit. When in reality, you have so much more control over how you feel about your body, but not when you give credit to the scale or to a a change that is in a self-determined wrong direction. We often don't give ourselves nearly enough time and space to create change in our bodies. In other words, our expectations are just inappropriately managed. And this is why these types of external motivators, I just don't recommend. When you are internally motivated, the timeline doesn't matter as much. And so because of this, when it comes to any type of body composition composition change goal, I recommend focusing more on effort goals and not outcome goals. Focus on who you want to be and the things you want to do versus the outcome you want to achieve. Now, there is a place for outcome goals, absolutely. But when you put a weight loss goal on a timeline, that type of outcome goal, I don't believe serves anyone in the most useful way, especially if we are trying to be inclusive of physical, mental, and emotional health all at once. So my friends, if you have an upcoming vacation, if you have upcoming family pictures, or if you have none of those things, but you have found yourself being one of those that might set an outcome goal based on a deadline, based on a date, then I invite you to reconsider this type of process as it relates to your body and how you eat and how you move. You are so much more than what you weigh. And when you can develop a beautiful internal space that is kind and loving, it actually makes body changes so much more possible, so much more sustainable, and so much more enjoyable. So that is all I have for you, everybody. 
Thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you next week. Are you ready to lose weight but you don't know where to start? I have something for free that can help. Here at Brain Diet, I offer a free set your custom macros call. On this call, I'll want to know what your goals are and set you on the nutritional path to achieving them. This is a private call with me where I get all the information about you and your body so I can deliver a custom calorie and macronutrient count that when implemented will lead to weight loss in a kind and nourishing way. And if you're ready to hire a coach to walk you through every step of your weight loss journey, I'll tell you everything you need to know about that too. So if it's your time to start losing weight in a sustainable, healthy, and nourishing way, sign up for this free set your custom macro call at the link in the show notes. I'll see you soon.